everyone wants more money, but most of us weren't taught how to create an abundant life. That's where the More Money Show comes in. If you're ready to have more money, create more freedom and experience more fun, turn the volume up. It's time to learn how to create the prosperity and life you have been dreaming of. Here's your host, Cassie Parks. Hello and welcome to this episode. I am normally your host, Cassie Parks, but today Rebecca Zink is here to interview me. So welcome, Rebecca. How are you? Hi, Cassie. I am Hi. fabulous. No, <laughs> I'm so excited. Just catch our listeners up a little bit and what's awesome in your life and what's unfolding. Um, so I had this client that had given me a lot of stress for about a year and a half, and I had a long-term plan to offboard them, and then out of nowhere, they decided to offboard me. <laughs> awesome. Um, because they had decided to just completely remove contractors. And so I was like, oh, okay. So thank you, universe. It was a little um, unsettling at first, but it has given me the freedom to pursue other projects. So I'm actually working on um, an app idea with an Emmy award-winning producer, and I have decided to enter the romance industry as an author. So I am currently about 12,000 words into my first novel. Um, And then, yeah, my clients are doing great. And just, I have a conference um, in March, a big conference that I'm excited for, and I'm going with my mom. Um, And uh, me and my mom also just got back from India about a week ago. Um, We were there for two weeks. So that was a whole thing. Um, Yeah, things are good. (laughs) Hey, that's awesome. (laughs) I love it. Cool. Nice. Well, whenever you are ready, jump right in and yeah, this is, this is fun. (laughs) Okay. Yes. Fun. (laughs) All right. So I'm just going to start off with more like background type questions because I realize I don't actually know a lot of how you got to be where you are. Um, So my first question is what was the moment that made you decide that you needed a change? Oh, the moment I decided, I think there were a couple. So there was one, there's a self-love divining moment really, which was a relationship that was not great and, and healthy. And, and I was like this, I have to choose me. Right. (laughs) Uh, And so that I think was a huge self-defining moment that opened up to a lot of other moments. There was one other moment and I realized um, I had, you know, I was doing the work like lots of people or thought I was doing LOA and I was talking about it and, and I was doing a lot. Like I, like I will give myself that credit. I was doing a lot. I was also doing a lot of like forcing and wanting and going after as well. And I had set this goal as a business, um, one year and I was like, I'm going to do like, I'm going to launch a product a month or something. And which was like, seemed easy and whatever. And I did it a couple months and it felt good. Like the Oh, executing it felt good, but there just came a moment, and I don't know if it was actually tied to that or not, but I realized like I was working and forcing and trying to get my business to run so much that I was like, I don't, this is, I'm not doing this anymore. Like I'm not, I'm not going to, it was so much time and energy is what it was. And this is when I still had my job. And I just remember like, like it was almost this letting go of like, I'm, I'm just not doing that. I don't know what's going to happen next, but I'm not doing this anymore. Like I'm not giving up my life to try and get a life, you know, like, Oh yeah, I know very well. <laughs> <laughs> like, it doesn't make 
right now. And so I think that that was just a moment. There was nothing. It's not like I, I just let go. And then really things started to move. I, that's really when I, I would say looking back is one of the first moments where I started really doing my own future self-work and really being more, okay, well, what is it that you really want, number one? And number two, and that, that was financial independent. I wanted to not have to go to work. Like I wanted to be free and have time, right? And so really <laughs> like starting to focus on that and practicing like being that person instead of wanting my business to succeed, like wanting what I really wanted, which was time and freedom and financial independence. Okay. Yeah. Thank you for that. Cause I, I've always been like, ah, <laughs> how did you get there? <laughs> yeah, thank you. That's a great question. Thanks. Um, so then follow up to that is how did you find the law of attraction and what made you choose that over all of the other mindset, um, paths that you could have taken? Oh, I love this question. So I, the first time I, I don't, I learned the law of attraction in like seventh grade science, like attracts really? like, yeah, like, and not in this big sort of way that we teach it now, but like, this is a law, like, like attracts lie. It's a universal law, or like attracts like, um, universal law. And so for me, like, I was like, okay, that makes sense. And somewhere along the line, like I was an athlete. And so I knew about visualization and I don't know that I necessarily connected those two, but the first time that I manifested anything that I consciously remember and consciously chose was, uh, in eighth grade, we had this contest, uh, like say, uh, if you sold so many things, you got entered into this drawing to win $20. And, uh, I went home that night and like sold all the things that part was easy. And before I went to sleep, like I closed my eyes and I visualized myself getting called and like it was in the choir room. So walking down the steps and getting my $20 and the next day I won. And, uh, so that's like this, the start. And then just, I think being an athlete and studying different things, I always thought I wanted to be a counselor and I started getting my master's in counseling and I was like, there has to be something quicker. Yeah. I was like this, I don't know if this is my life. Like, I think there's something more. And right at that time, a, like an energetic modality came in that I started studying as well. And so, um, and it was all, it, it was all LOA, whether along the path, whether anyone called it that. And so then I just, you know, really kind of dove more in and yeah. And it worked. Obviously. It did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> a counselor. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> still ultimately a counselor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, so then how has LOA impacted your relationships, both good and bad? Mm. Everyone wants to talk about the good, but right. sometimes there are negative. Well, there aren't. I mean, I, so I, yeah, I wouldn't say call them negative, but it affects relationships in that as you naturally evolve and as you naturally grow and as you naturally step more into who you are in your future self, like things don't, a lot, some things don't click anymore. You know, um, it's interesting that you're asking this question today. I was just at a wedding with somebody that was very close to me for a long time. We were good friends. And I don't, as I grew, like something just shifted and we're not anymore, you know? And, um, I still love her and you know, whatever, but like, we just couldn't like find that the vibe wasn't, that just didn't click anymore. Right. And I think that's the thing is that things change and relationships are one of those. And you never know 
honestly, you don't know who's going to rise with you and who's going to fall. And you can't guess that, right? Like for sure. (laughs) Stories on the other side of where I set big intentions for friends to grow and do things with me. And the people who like in particular, one, one of my friends that sort of what I would call rose up and that doesn't mean like she was down. It just means she climbed this, she came up with me, right. Um, was not somebody I would have expected. And so I think the, the biggest way is just that things shift in your relationship shift. And sometimes that means, you know, being more aware and letting go. And it means some things that you loved you still get to love. You just love them in the past. And I mean, you can still love them in the present, but it's just different. It's a different kind of love. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And so, yeah, I think that, I think it kind of covered both answers. (laughs) Um, um, okay. So then when it comes to business, it seems easy to have things come your way, but there is still some work that needs to get done. So a little technical difficulty, but go ahead, Rebecca, because I think this is one of the questions that is so important to people. Okay. Um, so when it comes to business, because we're both business owners and entrepreneurs, um, and I know you've worked with me a lot on this, but uh, when it comes to business, it seems easy to have things just kind of come your way and fall into your lap, but work does still need to get done. And I was wondering, how do you work through any um, apathy or insert negative word here when it comes to getting that work done? Yeah. So I think like not... I've, and I just want to highlight this for listeners. I think what you're asked, like, how do you get this stuff done when you don't want to do it? Right. Um, and so for me, the, I, I've built that, like I've gone through it. So I think that answer, I'll answer it for me now. And I'll also answer it for somebody sort of starting this journey is that, um, I've built the business that I love And I started and I like, and as I have grown, I've been able to weed out anything that I don't actually need to do. Um, And so most people think that's like, oh, hand this off to a VA, but it's really about stepping into the trust and to the, it's about not, um, this is a great example with you. It's about doing social media, how it feels good. Not like anybody else says it should be done. (laughs) Right. And knowing it. And deciding and, and for I will me, always remember that conversation. <laughs> it's the best. I use it all the time. Like, I think I just talked, I said, you know, I had a client and that's not what she needs, you know, like it, and I just tell the story, like she is amazing and creating all this business and she doesn't have social media because it doesn't feel good to her, you know? And it's true when you really learn and it's, it's a process of trusting, right? It's trusting like, oh, I can let go of this. Oh, somebody says I should do that because I think there's like the work. So like when we're talking like, you know, for me, it's getting on and coaching clients and it's sending out some emails, which even, you know, I can find a way to make those feel better. And for you, it's, you know, there's, there's work to be done for the clients. And so, um, one of the things, I think it all starts at the beginning. It starts in 
saying yes to what you really love. And sometimes in the beginning, you do say yes to a little bit more as you learn and as you grow and the universe gives you opportunities to get clear. So sometimes in the beginning, we take on those things we don't like so that we get real clear, like, nope, this is what I want. This is what I want more of. And and I'm going to say, I'm going to say no and trust this part in the future. And um, it really is a journey, but as you go along, you just really start saying yes to what you love and no to what you don't. And, and you, um, trust the, the ebb and flow and you trust inspiration, you know, and I have a great example of this. I've been wanting to update and sort of inspiration has been coming to put this video on my website about the enchanted circle. And it's just been letting it brew and brew. And then last week I was actually in the middle, I did the workshop and at one break, I was like, oh my gosh. Like I, well, I st- first I like the whole path is I stumbled upon and I'm like, oh, you can, on this page, you could put four videos in a row. I'm like, oh, that's what I need to do. I'm like, this is four videos. And, and like literally in a half an hour, and I don't normally script my videos, but in a half an hour, I wrote the script of four videos, which is, it's about an hour and a half of content. And I totally just scripted it and it flew out of me and there was no anything. So ultimately you get to this place where you trust that, that like, Ooh, like a half hour of inspired work is way better than four hours of trying to force yourself into something. (laughs) Yes. So it's a process and hopefully that there was like the nuggets in there. And it's hard to answer that question in some ways because it's so nuanced and it's such a learning journey. Yeah, it is very individual, but um, it's always good to get other people's perspective on it and you never know how it's going to impact yours. Yeah, absolutely. Which brings me to my next question. <laughs> what turns you on creatively, spiritually, and or emotionally? Oh my gosh. I love this question. Uh, (laughs) growth, (laughs) like, like at its core, it's growth and it's being a raw human, I would say in that. Right. So spiritually like growth is what turns me on. Like I'm not about, I don't know. I was even having a kind of a spiritual conversation last night. I'm like, this doesn't even, I can't even it's, it's all about growth for me. It's, it's, um, it's about growing and, um, emotionally that's what turns me on. Like what I love is seeing someone grow, however that is right. Um, seeing them take a chance, seeing them, whether that's personal or in my clients, like it's the same in my personal life. Um, and Mm -hmm. actually emotionally and creatively, like that is, that is what gives me the juice. If I can creatively do something, um, that ha- that's about growth, like that, that's the magic. It's one word. <laughs> okay. And so, um, now I'm just curious, tell me about your childhood. What was your childhood like? <laughs> uh, what was my childhood like? I'm the oldest, um, you know, my of how many of three. Oh, okay. Yeah. My parents are still married. Um, and, uh, I'm also the oldest, like the oldest cousin on my mom's side. So I'm very much the oldest, <laughs> uh, and what that entails. Um, yep. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, like my childhood and I've done a lot of 
um, work on this, on seeing this differently. You know, like um, I think there is, you would ask me three weeks ago, there's some things I would say about my mom, but I've really been stepping into like seeing her world through a different lens and what was going on in her life at this age and what was happening. And, and um, yeah, like my, and my mom is amazing. Like my mom is the mom that um, all my friends who had crappy homes, like they all came to our house. Like it was literally a revolving door and multiple people lived with us in high school. And, and that was what it was. And, and I love her and she's amazing. And we still had our mother daughter stuff. We still are, you know, going through that because I think that is, that it is never goes away. <laughs> it never goes away. And, and, um, you know, I had a friend once say, you know, every entrepreneur I know has to go, like goes through this bigger mom struggle. Right. And I think it's, it's partly because that's our growth. That's who we called here to help us be more human and grow and, and do that. Like we made that, I believe we made that choice before we came down here, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, in, in a lot of instances, sometimes maybe not. I don't actually believe maybe we always choose everything, but in mine, I'm sure that that's what happened is like, this is a great opportunity for growth throughout your whole life. And um, so my, my childhood was good. I tell the story a lot about my dad worked a lot and this is where a lot of my money story came from. My dad uh, would generally you know, go to work before we got up and he came home for a really late dinner. And basically like we had dinner and went to bed and he often worked the weekends when I was younger. Um, and so for me that, that left that impact of like, you have to work really hard to make money. What did he do? Um, he worked in, um, oil and gas. Oh, okay. And so that's a 24 hour, that's a 20, that's happening 24 hours. Um, especially with what he was doing and, and so it's, and it's, it's very much, you move at the speed of like what's happening and, you know, like you can't, you know, like something could take, something's supposed to take seven days and sometimes it takes 10 and, you know, and so it's really, um, you know, and there was always, there's always calls that, you know, we would take reports in the morning, we, um, you know, because <laughs> somebody would call every day. He was literally checking in every day, which um, now I can see actually in this moment as even a blessing of like sort of the way that my life I've been able to create, I've created some of that same thing. Um, you know, cause I check in with my people like every day and I love it. And so it's really perspective and what you create. And what I learned as I got older is for me, I thought it was working really hard and you had to, um, and then my dad, you know, he had a lot of success, but he also, he based that on luck. He told me one time I got lucky seven times Mm -hmm. and I was in the right place at the right time when a position opened and they're like, do you want to try it? And so for me, I was like, well, how do you create that? Like, (laughs) like me more. (laughs) I don't know how to grow. Like, how do you, how do you recreate that situation? Yeah. And, um, wow. Yeah. And so, and that was really, you know, and, and so for me that created a lot of my money story and, I love because his work ethic is part of what created me, but also like this story of how hard I had to work and, and, and really trying to figure out how I was going to make it work. Cause I could not see myself. I couldn't see, ta- I couldn't figure out even how to take the same path he did. Cause like he said, he got lucky seven times. So that created a lot of um, my story. And I will say, as I got older, like my dad loved what he did. Like he loved the, it worked his brain in a way. It, like, it was like the connection to people that he wanted. I mean, it really was, um, I don't think he was working as hard as I thought he was. Like he was working hard. 
Don't mm-hmm. get me wrong. He wasn't just like going and playing golf every morning, but he was, for him, I don't think it, it felt like it was as hard as it looked like to me, like the story that I was creating. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's that whole thing where if you do a job that you love, you're, you'll never work a day in your life. So. Yeah. And okay. yeah, that's, I mean, that is what he loved and it's who he was and or who he is and who he, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. Cool. Thank you. Yeah. Um, okay. So then what profession would you like to try? If you could try any profession whatsoever that you haven't done before, what would oh. it be? <laughs> Ooh, fun. Uh, what profession? I mean, <laughs> I don't know if this counts because I'm technically like my own CEO, but I would like to go in the top of a company and just like, <laughs> like, what can we I respect do that. Yeah, like, like I run this show. Right. Exactly. <laughs> you answer to me now. Yes. <laughs> What industry? <laughs> oh, one that has a lot of like, is like kind of set in their ways. I'd like to go in and shake one up. Shake it up. <laughs> it would be like, no, we're going to, we're going to visualize this and we're going to decide our future self of the company and we're going <laughs> to. Oh, I love that. That's awesome. Where are we going? What's happening? You know? Oh, perfect. Yeah. Are, you, are you behaving? Are you like doing your work today in alignment with where we're going? You know? Oh, awesome. I love yeah. that. <laughs> okay. So then um, who or what is your biggest inspiration? Mm. Who or what? I think um, I have a, I'm blessed to have a lot of different inspirations in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is going to sound probably cheesy right now, but right now my biggest, like in the last few years, like my biggest inspiration really is my future self. Like that awesome. vision, yeah, of what I'm capable of and now what I'm certain I can become. And, and the, you know, the, the closer I get, I just move that out and see more of her. And so for me, really, that's a lot of it. Of course, like my mom, my mom is a strong woman. Like, you know, she would go into company and do that CEO thing. (laughs) Um, (laughs) um, She's, you know, she is loved and she's powerful and she, she knew how to create money. Like she, um, she ended up, um, she made a decision to stay at home when, when her job was creeping up in hours and my dad's was obviously very hour intensive, it just wasn't working. And so she made the choice to stay at home and, um, and then create her own real estate empire. Like, (laughs) so obviously, yeah, she has some influence. I have a great aunt that is all about being powerful and, um, you know, in the, she's this story, you know, she was born in the twenties. So, um, and she, you know, had a job and she supported herself and, and every year when she went to her accountant, he would say, you make a lot of money for a woman. Hmm. And I just like, but she just like, she never, that was like, yeah, I, I feel like, I imagine her being like, yeah, you're right. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Own it. <laughs> and I think that's a huge influence about how to make yourself happy. I think she's one of the, the best influences of that. Yeah. Cool. All right. Well, I have two more questions and I think they're kind of short. Perfect. Um, I mean, they'll be awesome. <laughs> <okay>. <laughs> so the first one is, what's your favorite word? My favorite word. Ooh, I love this. Possibility. Possibility. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
That's a good one. <laughs> yeah. It's just like, what is, because when we're in the place of what is possible, like we're just seeing the possibilities, like we are, we're just open. Hmm. I yeah. love that. Okay. And then my last one, I'm taking a page out of James Lipton from the Inside the Actor Studio um, for this one. Um, if heaven exists, what would you like to hear God say when you arrive at the pearly gates? Oh, you, um, like you did even more than I thought I made you for. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, I love that. That's a good it is, isn't it? It's yeah, my favorite it's question. I love it. Yes. yes. Amazing. Yeah. And what a great answer. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. It's all that, all in that future self. It is. Yeah. It's, yeah. That would, ooh, I, I got chills answering that. I love it. Yeah. It's good. You should look up the, you should look up the other um, answers from people. Yeah. I am going yeah, to for good. sure. And, and, um, I had a second favorite word after I said it, I was like, yes, oh, tell me what it is. Enchanted. <laughs> oh, yes. Of course it is. <laughs> <laughs> to add magic to. And I yes. think that's, that's what I do in my life is take. I magic. agree. Yeah. You can take any magic, add magic to it. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. I agree completely. You're welcome. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Amazing. Thank you so much, Cassie. Yeah, you're welcome. Um, thank you for such great questions and for being part of the Year of Growth series. I just, I always think about um, how many people are going to be impacted by your stories. So it's fun and I appreciate that. And uh, do, do you have a release date for your novel, for your romance novel? Because um, So I'm doing this planning thing where I have six months and I'm going to write three books. And then at the end yes. of the six months, going to just release those um, within a month of each other and start my next series while those are releasing. So then that uh -huh. I am ahead of the game. Yes. Um, just because I work with authors, I know how the scheduling works. Um, uh -huh. And then that way I can get my pre-orders up before anything's actually released and you know, the whole thing. And because I'm a publicist and a graphic designer, I can just kind of do everything on my own. <laughs> I love it. And I love that you're doing this. I'm so excited. So it's time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh my goodness. So, so what was the, how did that, I, I realized this was my interview, but I'm really curious about this. And I think cool. <laughs> <laughs> what was the inspiration that hit, like, how did that unfold or how did you just, did you just wake up one morning and you're like, it's time? Um, it was a little bit of both. I've been toying with the idea for probably about two or three years. Um, before I started my company, it was an idea I had toyed with, but um, it's not that I'm not the writer in my family because my mom's a writer. My older brother's a writer. Um, I do write. I just tend to do short form like poetry or short stories. Mm -hmm. So long form kind of, it's scary. Um, and so I decided to focus on my career as a publicist in the uh, publishing industry. And so um, I've been toying with the idea of writing for about three years. And then um, I just kind of met someone in um, December or January who really inspired me and made me want to be more than I was. And then on top of that, losing that client really out of nowhere, they, um, I mean, 
after the new year, they're like, oh yeah, let's have our team meeting. Let's do our meeting thing. And then they're like effective immediately. <laughs> We're not um, using contractors anymore. Um, so send us the invoice for whatever hours you're owed. And that's that. And literally within two days, I was completely locked out of every account. Um, and it really kind of messed with my finances just because they were my, at the time it was my biggest lump sum, mm -hmm. um, that I was receiving. And, you know, I moved through it. It was something I had wanted to happen. It just happened a little sooner than, um, I, ex I, I expected, but I had manifested that. So. <laughs> <laughs> so it was just kind of like this culmination of, um, losing this income, meeting someone who inspired me and always kind of toying with this idea and just really realizing that I had gotten a little stagnant and it was time to move up, you know, rise up. And so, um, yeah, I just, I started it before I went to India. I'm getting back into it now. Um, so I'm thinking it'll be June or July, July at the latest June, if I can, if I can push it. Awesome. Yeah. Cool. Well, we will definitely make sure that we get those links. Maybe not when this comes out, but we will get them up there. Um, yeah, we'll see. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm excited. And do will people look for Rebecca Zink or will they look for something? <laughs> no, okay. No. Um, they will be looking for someone completely different. Author name to be determined. <laughs> awesome. Okay, cool. I love it. Um, yeah. Um, I figured I could just start a separate adventure um and keep Rebecca Zink as business acting, that kind uh -huh. of thing. Yeah. Um, and we'll see. Awesome. Cool. Well, thank you so much for uh taking the time out to interview me today and catching up our listeners on what's happening now. Of course, thank you so much for being so open and wonderful. Oh, my pleasure. And thank you all for listening um, to this interview with Rebecca and uh, make sure to catch her whole series because it's amazing the transformation that she went through and she shares that journey, which is important. So actually, though. <laughs> actually though. <laughs> not to agree or anything, but yeah. Yeah. yeah right. It was, yeah. Awesome. All right. Well, thank you all for listening and make sure to tune into our next show. Thank you for joining us on the More Money Show. To learn how to identify your current money story, go to identifyyourmoneystory.com.